0: Welcome to Feast Pod, the podcast where we talk about Whatever we fucking want Come join me, Karnong And me, Sarah Davidson For entree, main, and dessert And take a seat at our table <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started Are you ready? Do, 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 do. Hi
1: everyone <laughs> It's us,
0: we're back Oh my god,
1: we're back together again I missed you so much
0: I've missed you, we are currently still kind of unpacking the emotional damage
1: Emotional
0: damage
1: (laughs) That we have just
0: experienced
1: (laughs) So you will have heard the outrageously amazing episode with David the Medium from last week For you it was a week ago, for us it was literally two and a half minutes ago I am nursing a strong gin and tonic
0: to recover. World. Just to be honest, I did have a cigarette just then because I really did need to unpack.
1: You needed so many darts just then. Yeah, I was I, like, I, whoa, he's not, you're non verbal. You've oh, gone mute. By
0: the end of that episode, I was just like, there was so much to unpack. So much to unpack. Like, so your eyebrows look so good.
1: Thanks.
0: They look so good. Really? Yeah, they do.
1: Thanks, babe. So, my tidbit for this week's entree is that I got my eyebrows tattooed for the first time, and I've been. So scared. You know, in the Botox plastic surgery episode, mm. I said I'm very light touch. I am still haven't quite ripped the Band-Aid with yeah. most things. But I was like, I have seven eyebrows. They're poking all over the place. I just, I'm just going to give it a go. And the incredible wedding we went to, Mel is like a super, super, super renowned, best in the business vibe brow tattooer. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a go.
0: Mark my words. You'll get them done again in about two months time. Yeah. Because- I currently want to get mine done again because you you go light at the beginning, yeah, because you're, you're scared, 100%. and then and then he's like the person that I went to said this always happens. Once you see on the day of getting it what it looks like, you're going to want it to kind of look like that and it won't look like that. Because it, it fades. fades. Yeah. It fades. So like any tattoo, it's super bright. It is super like defined mm. when you first get it for the first week and then it sounds fade because you can't really tell that I've got my brows tattooed right now. No. I'm going to go back in and get and it. And get them darker. Yeah, and ju- yeah. not just darker but like more in little individual hairs. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because you, you'll start to be like, I could go a little bit figuring. Yeah,
1: here. you get more of an appetite. That's what she yeah, said. Yeah. But she knows because I went and I was like, I'm so paranoid because so many makeup artists try and fill my browsy and like yeah. make them, like they end up looking perfect from a, like when you zoomed in up close. And but TV, on my yeah. face, it looks ridiculous. Like if you do Kardashian brows on an Asian face like mine, it just looks so bad. Yeah. So I think she went really light yeah. knowing that if she went like Caterpillar vibes, I would freak out yeah, and hate no, it.
0: I don't think you will. I, I have a feeling that you but can But I'm realize, stoked
1: with these. I know. I this know. is only like a couple of hours in mm. and I know it will fade, but I'm like, hmm, I actually have eyebrows. Yeah.
0: I'm really, really happy for you because I look great.
1: Oh, well, thanks, babe. That was cute. Yeah, it was cute. It was a cute little moment. Shut up. I'm actually finally, you know, as we know, I've had like a kind of a crazy couple of weeks and I'm finally like showering again and caring what I look like. So right. that's nice for everyone.
0: Oh, I haven't showered for weeks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was a point where that was me. No, you no. know when like life is a bit tough and challenging and you just like become real gross.
0: Yeah, but I feel as though showering is the first thing that I do because it brings me back to life.
1: That's true. So like that's even if I'm
0: like having a really shit day, I'm like, I'm going to go have a shower and then my day begins.
1: Yeah, okay, so you know when I'm having a bad day when I'm either having no showers or I'm having like four showers in one yeah, day Yeah. when I've, I just need to
0: wash it all off. I've had two showers today.
1: Babe, well, now after that last episode Probably you're going to need, need another, another five. <laughs> you know, I, I had
0: two because I, I had like a really big work week. I still have a very big work week.
1: <laughs> so, guys, we have literally not been in the same state since – how many weeks ago? It's probably weeks. like
0: four or five. It's
1: like we're literally just having our catch up on air because I haven't seen
0: you. Yeah, no, ever. I haven't seen you either. And it's like we're back and forth, but like they're very, very abrupt text messaging blocks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Where it's well, like, because also
1: one of us then won't have signal or we'll be recording or something. Yeah. So it's like seven words. Yeah. And then a quick voice memo, then a quick call, then a yeah. what the fuck, then a lot of emojis. And then, yeah. okay, I'll see when we record.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but like I think we've worked out. I'm I'm actually around again for about. Ten days,
1: <gasps> ten whole days. I know.
0: I'm actually in Sydney tomorrow and the next day. But like, I, I'm I'm actually around. Yeah. Like I'm oh I'm, I'm here. But yes, work. Oh, do I go tidbit first before we jump into work? Yeah, I think yeah. Go tidbit. Go tidbit. Go tidbit. tidbit. The show, well, killing I, it. Well, actually, my tidbit is that I'm in the process of looking for a PA. That's a great tidbit. Yeah. I had someone looking after a lot of my stuff and she was working probably like five to ten hours a week. And uh, then we had a conversation about how I kind of needed to be like 20 to 30 hours a week. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't have the capacity. So I was like, well, I'm going to reach out. And it's been an influx of applications. So applications are closed now. So now that we're talking about this, like you can't apply to be my (laughs) anymore. We're we're done. Like I, I think doors are closed. When I last checked this morning, it was sitting at 270 Applications. That's fucked.
1: But uh, also, why are you surprised? Like people just want to be around you.
0: No, I I just thought that the job doesn't sound that fun.
1: Also, maybe people want to be around Mickey. I'm just saying. Yeah, I reckon. that episode went bananas. By yeah. the way, also, guys, I have an idea. I think that I should also do a solo episode
0: with Mickey. I think that's good because I think that, like, you can dive into things that I about already you. know.
1: About you. Yeah,
0: and, like, I wouldn't have asked him because I already know it. And then, like, But also about you. Yeah, you can do that.
1: <laughs> I don't think he's going to say much. I think he's going to say so much. No, I like, am going to – I've already spoken to him about this. We're going to drink first.
0: Oh, so that's fucked.
1: And then we're going to talk about calm.
0: You know what's going to be really funny? Because you're drinking first – you're going to end up cutting so much of that episode (laughs) because Mickey says really fucked up things when he's drunk. (laughs)
1: Amazing. I'm so excited. This show is not a cut out show. Yeah,
0: but like he's going to say things that will get him cancelled.
1: He's pretty (laughs) unhinged. I love him. He's like so quiet and cute and then like just goes wild. I love it so much. (laughs) Also, how funny that he was like, wow, you could cheat on me and like just at any point. Make someone else a lunchbox. <laughs> I was like, okay, cute. That's a great snippet. Yeah. Shout yeah, out no. to annotate and Kane, who's in the room. Hi, Kane. Hey, Love Kane. you.
0: Nom, 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 nom. So cute. <laughs> oh my god. So cute. Oh, Do you have a child? Oh, okay. Well, I'm looking for a man with a child.
1: Okay, so that's your other tidbit. Since uh, David's predictions. Oh,
0: fucking hell! I keep thinking about it, and I don't want to.
1: Anyone listening, he's scouting for a a pa b a daddy who has a child.
0: Well, apparently that's who I end up. Like, I'm gonna. I don't also, know. how cute
1: is this sound? Gin and tonic ASMR. And this is um. ASMR water. Some water.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is so loud. You are the loudest drinker.
0: I'm doing that on purpose.
1: I know. <laughs> I'm so glad we're back together. I really no, missed you.
0: So did I. But we have. Oh,
1: We have so much to talk about. Yeah, but
0: we also have spoken about so much already. that Like it's
1: my brain is blown. No,
0: I mean like we've also kind of had a short catch-up on the phone. A small catch-up. Yeah, one of those ones where you just go, oh, my God, can you believe this fucking happened? And then I've been
1: messaging you for like three days every day like, I can't fucking believe it. (laughs) So much of my life is answering the phone to you and going, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was my exact reaction.
0: Babe, that was my exact reaction. A
1: lot's been happening. It's been a busy time. Yeah,
0: and work for us has been great.
1: Really good. But,
0: like, we're both at the point right now where we don't actually have Minutes. Capacity to do (laughs) the work that we may have promised that we would do.
1: (laughs) And I feel like we talk about this so much. Like, so much of our life is being like, it's fucked. (laughs) Everything is fucked. And then two weeks later we're like, But I'm doing more than I was last time, so it's even more fucked now. (laughs)
0: Oh, can I just talk about something that's really annoying?
1: 100%.
0: Delivery drivers.
1: What? Why?
0: (laughs) I've got things fucking delivered and there was like three packages, but only one turned up. And like with my building, when things are a certain size, I have to book in the lift.
1: Oh, this is an apartment building problem. Yeah, and so I gave Mm -hmm. them like a –
0: it has to be Monday the 3rd of October. Mm -hmm. This was two weeks ago.
1: Oh, my God. And they're
0: big boxes.
1: Wait, don't you have a concierge?
0: But when it's furniture size, they do not. Furniture
1: size. What are you getting with furniture size? Oh,
0: it's a job. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's like the delivery company literally (laughs) cannot work by the schedules. (laughs) And so it's so annoying. They tried to deliver last week and I was like, I'm not even in the state. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Like I told you I'm unavailable for the whole week.
1: I'm not even home. Was Mickey there? Mickey was there.
0: Yeah, but Mickey works during the day.
1: That's true. You know, if you need to do that, you can just tell me I'll go over.
0: Yeah, don't worry about it. Instead, (laughs) what I do is I crack the shits and I go, Lena. You
1: go atomic. and It's hilarious. I just like,
0: Lena's like, can we make this happen? And I was like, I have to ask concierge if they can give me the lift. Mm -hmm. And they'll say no. And she's like, I'll deal with it.
1: Okay, this is why Khan is surprised that lots of people want to be his PA. Because (laughs) this is how he manages stress. (laughs)
0: Lena later <laughs> well that's actually partially why I'm trying to look for a PA because I feel like I rely on my manager a lot mm. and I feel so it might not be part of her job description <laughs> <laughs> to do certain things <laughs> in my life like she I went so- and she bought me birdie <laughs> Beetle show bags. <gasps> From the Melbourne (gasps) show show. because she was there and I was like, you know, you don't have to do that. She's like, yeah, it's fine. We're we're friends as well. And I'm like, yeah, but now it's getting really like we're we're blurring the lines too much where it's like, yeah, we're friends, but then I can't be asking you for random favors like that.
1: I think you can. Okay, so guys, just for context, our topic for main course today is work slash office slash horrible bosses slash these kinds of conversations. Mm. So this is a very relevant tidbit, but I actually think – In this day and age, the way that people's working life is, I think you can have friendships that are work friendships a lot more than you could before because there's no, like, hierarchy, you know. Yeah, we're
0: we're definitely friends and we definitely work with each other and not for each other. No one works for anyone. But it was just more that I'm like...
1: I can't make you go and sign for things in my building. Yeah, and like
0: (laughs) not even that. It's just like whenever I say something, she's like, you know, I can do that for you. And I'm like, it's not your job to do that for me, though. Yeah. So, like, I thank you for offering, but yeah. at the same time, that's not what you should be concentrating on. Yeah. And I feel like if you're concentrating on that, I'm taking time away from you where you could be doing other things.
1: But this is also why the PA thing is really interesting because mm. I think a massive part of my, like, last year's worth of revelations about work is that there are so many things that only I can do mm. and there are so many things that other people could do that I still insist on doing. Yeah. And, like, is that a really valuable use of my time? Like, yeah. I'm not – being efficient yeah. in how I delegate stuff, so I don't think.
0: One of my things right now is that I'm about to do multiple labels, like products in a lot of different areas.
1: Mm-hmm. You definitely need a PA.
0: And I turn up, I do the meeting, mm. we talk about designs, we talk mm-hmm. about what I want, we talk about colorways, whatever. We talk about sizes and whatever. Some of it is like clothes, some of it is like lunchboxes, like mm-hmm. things like that, right? <gasps> Yeah, yeah. Like it's not a secret that I'm working on lunchboxes, but it's like once that's done, and we're talking about numbers mm. and like ordering and where it needs to go to and things like that, I don't need to be there. The logistics yeah. are not me. Like yeah. I like I should be there for the initial conversation where I talk about design aspect, what I actually want from it, what functionality of it. Mm-hmm. But once it goes down to the logistics of how do we get it to me, slash how do we get it to the consumer, mm-hmm. how do we pack it, packaging itself, like all of that stuff, that can be a PA's job. That, mm. that doesn't need to be in my job. And then if it gets to that stage where the businesses are going well, then we'll just have someone looking after those businesses in a factory.
1: I wonder if your PA, by the time this episode comes out, will already be like a specific person. Yeah. Like if they'll be actually hired and decided and they'll be listening, like, fuck you, you
0: can't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, this is the funny thing. Like Lena said that she's going to sit in on all the interviews. We're going to shortlist it to 12.
1: Yeah, I saw and, that. Why yeah. 12? Twelve. Just a nice number. Well, I thought that
0: 10 is too decisive. <laughs> Okay. And 12, it's like an outlier, like an outlier. Yeah, okay. So it's like, it's kind of unique. Yeah, because like six is too short.
1: Yeah, it's too short. Yeah. yeah.
0: And when I was talking to Lena, I'm like, I'm pretty open with gender, age, all of that stuff. Like, none of that. There's no requirements at all. As in, like, mm-hmm. someone, this is kind of going into main course.
1: Okay. Yeah, we need to move on to main course. Yeah. Before we get to main course, though, mm-hmm. can we please acknowledge the t shirts? Oh wearing? my God.
0: Yes, we're wearing Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak English. It is actually my second language. But, um, ESL, you're an ESL. Resilience in motion, which is our friend's brand.
1: Our dear friend, Samantha Gash.
0: Yes. Who's doing amazing stuff.
1: And I kind of wish that we'd had her on the show before she left, but we should do a wrap when she gets
0: back. Oh, babe, no, it's going to be so much funnier when she comes back. It is going to be so much (laughs) funnier. I I had Mark over for dinner, and Mark was literally like, (gasps) their schedule is. Absolutely fucked up. It's so fucked But Sam doesn't know That it's fucked so What do you she, mean He's like It will go a week At least over Because <gasps> Sam Thinks that she can do 45 kilometres per day
1: <laughs> To be Fair. In India, she did 70 kilometers a day. So guys, for context, if anyone's just tuned in and doesn't know the show well, or doesn't know us well, one of our dear mutual friends is Samantha Gash, who was on Survivor with Khan. And she's one of my best friends from uni. Cut your throat. She was one of my best friends from university. She's been on CZA like four times. We've been best friends for ages. Each other's bridesmaids. Then... Khan and Sam and Mark, Sam's husband, were on Survivor together, knowing that Khan and I were already really close. And mm. then you guys became best friends as well. And now she's off on another incredible adventure. She's an ultra marathon runner, ex lawyer. Yeah. So we were lawyers together, turned ultra marathon runner. And she's doing in Nepal a huge incredible. project called Resilience in Motion.
0: Yeah, it's like absolutely insane. I think she said that she was going to be there for like 40 days or 50 days. It's 50 days. Yeah. yeah.
1: With World Vision, they've made some stops in communities mm. in Nepal with her friend who I think is a doctor, Jesse. I'm mm. not sure if she's a doctor or not. But anyway, they're doing a 1,000-mile journey across the it's Nepali crazy. Himalayas from west to east Nepal, 100 kilometers ascent. It's crazy it's, supporting World
0: Vision and Movember. It's incredible, like she, the work that she does and like her work ethic is incredible. Like I could never. Could you imagine me trying to do forty five kilometers? It would take me a month in self. Like you're 40, I can't
1: imagine you doing four kilometers, to be honest.
0: No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I don't walk or run or hike. I actually used to. Maybe we should do that again.
1: We should do a feast fam hike. Oh, do you know what? You used to hike all the, all time. the time.
0: I love being cathedral outdoors. Cathedral and stuff. Cathedral's my favourite. Let's do Cathedral. Guys, yeah. slide in. Do you want to do Cathedral? I'll take you. I'll, I'll organise the bus. It'll be a seven-hour hike.
1: It's not a Cathedral, guys. It's called Cathedral <laughs> National
0: Park. Yeah, but. It's
1: about an hour and a half out of Melbourne. It's amazing. There's the
0: short one, but there's also, I think it's something Ridgeback or something. A Razorback.
1: Yeah, Razorback.
0: Yes, which is like a four-and-a-half-hour hike. Let's do that.
1: It is Dr. Jessie, by the way. She is a doctor. So Samantha and Dr. Jessie Ling will undertake a journey over a 1,000 miles across Nepal's Great Himalaya Trail in support of Nepali women and girls. With every step they take, they'll be raising awareness and funds for World Vision projects that help empower women and girls to break free from poverty and gender inequality. Oh God, and we we'll, I love it. They're amazing. We'll include all the links in the show notes, but we just wanted to support our dear friends. Yes. So that's our tidbit. I love
0: it. And That's our really, titbit. They're really comfortable <laughs> shirts as well.
1: No one give me gin and tonic before I just hate we record
0: you. I don't hate you. All right. Okay, <gasps> so titbits are all done. Let's dive. Titbits
1: are all done, guys. Let's
0: fucking jump off this diving board right into work.
1: Why did the gin and tonic just hit me right now?
0: I don't understand how you've had like one and a half drinks you've and you're You've seen like gone.
1: me. You know I get really drunk really fast. I literally
0: like, I have like a bottle of tequila and then the next day I'm like. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally so tipsy right now. <laughs>
1: I haven't even finished oh it either. What's God. wrong with me? I'm such a lightweight. Anyway, moving on to work.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm just gonna. Sli- <laughs> I'm gonna slide back into the conversation about the PA. Yep. Um,
1: so six was too small.
0: Six was too small. Ten was too definitive. Yeah, because I was like, why is it ten? <laughs> like, why does it always have to be such a round number? So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna add two more on because okay. I honestly don't know what I'm after. I okay. don't care about your qualifications. I don't care about any of that. Because I feel as though I'm not very qualified to do anything. <laughs> you are so qualified. No, no, no. But I never had any you mean technical yeah. training in anything that I've done. So I'm like, why do I expect someone else to when I don't even have that? Like that's kind of unfair. Good point. Like I'd rather just meet someone and be like, you seem like you can get this done. Mm, <laughs> like, Yeah. And it's like because it, it covers so many aspects of my life. It's like the books, the- TikTok uh, live. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> the the merch so yep. that you are loved and then the potential for new fashion label the lunch boxes yeah the but, show yeah but like that stuff is like all the commercial stuff right mm. that's all of the products so you'll be across all of these brands basically but then you'll also be doing really weird stuff <laughs> like you know being in my house and then like I'm like can you harvest my mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> like.
1: So a keen interest in like cuisine yeah, and like,
0: kitchenware and cooking. Like I might be like, hey, I need a six-inch ramekin. Can you go <laughs> out and grab it from chef's hat for me and I need it in terracotta?
1: I don't think any PA role in the history of PA roles could be as weird as your one is going to be. I it's going to be
0: so broad. It's going to be so broad. and it'll, it'll But be, interesting. Yeah, it'll be like, hey, so what are we doing today? We're going to my garden and we're going to load logs into it mm-hmm. because that's still part of my job. Like yeah. having a garden with functioning vegetables that's is so part cool. of content creation True. for my job. Like, But I mean, then
1: the next day it'll be like, we're going to YSL yeah. to like look at bags to film like fashion content.
0: Like it'll be so broad. And I want to get to the stage where if I have worked with someone and it's working well, I want you on the road with me. For the show. For the show because, like, I needed an assistant on the show. And, like,
1: BTS and all that stuff. Yeah,
0: like, just stuff that I won't need to worry about. That'd be
1: so good. Like,
0: just getting behind-the-scenes content. I don't need you to be able to edit. I don't need you to be able to do any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I I enjoy that. Oh, that's good. But I don't enjoy, like, stopping people while we're filming to be like, hey, can you take a video of me while I just cook the cockles?
1: Yeah, the what?
0: The cockles. We we found cockles. Oh My God,
1: we found cockles. What are cockles? Cockles
0: are these beautiful shellfish.
1: Oh, my God, like that song and single bells and cockle shells and yeah. treasure, whatever that thing is.
0: Well, we found these blood cockles and I literally shat myself. Like, no, Did you no. literally <laughs> shat yourself? No, no. <laughs> I, we were on the boat, okay? Um, this episode we were on the boat and I was like reeling in like a flathead mm-hmm. And I was like Yeah really exciting Caught my first fish Woo um, And <laughs> then I was like Is that a cockle shell And they're like Oh yeah we've got cockles here And I'm like Shut the fuck up And I was just like I will throw the fish back in Let's get the cockles
1: I don't even know What a cockle looks like So a cockle is like Google A pippy,
0: But it's got like A rougher <gasps> shell And it's a little bit fatter And the ones that we have In Asia Are blood cockles And I was, I found it really hard To find them here
1: Cockle shell
0: <gasps> Yeah oh. So you would see them at the beach. You would have seen them. I was going
1: to say I've collected, It's all, the ones that we all collect as kids.
0: Yeah. So there are blood cockles. And what happens when you blood? cook them? Uh, you just, no, no, no. As in like the if you write blood cockles, you'll see oh. it because because when you cook them, they bleed. Ew. Yeah, but it's it's delicious. It's okay. absolutely beautiful. Gross. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So the inside of them is quite red. So okay. it's not like – yeah. Anyway, they're the most phenomenal things to eat. They're briny. They're sweet. They're tiny bit minerally. Oh, yeah. Like because of the blood okay. aspect of it. But we cooked them on a fire and then they opened up like on the fire, they crack open and then you put spring onion oil in them with some peanuts. Oh, yeah. And the salt. They are absolutely fucking bomb. Amazing. And we found them randomly and I literally – had a conniption on camera where <laughs> everyone was like, we need to get the cockles because Khan's literally dying. Like, I was like, I don't fucking care about anything else. Like, I'm like, where are the cockles? Like, I'm so excited about these cockles. How big are they? Are you lying to me about these cockles? And they're like, we're not lying to you. I'm like. The whole no, episode you, now is yeah, about cockles. Yeah, because I, I was honestly staring at this guy that was like, took me <laughs> diving for abalone and everything, all this cool stuff. And I'm just like, I just want I want the, the
1: cockles. cockles. Oh my God. I want the
0: cockles. So, Yes. You'll be doing really weird stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and short story is you'll be doing weird stuff. Okay, so main meal today, work stories. Yeah, work stories. Other than cockle searching, (laughs) what else?
0: What are your weird work stories? Did you have any weird jobs before you became a lawyer?
1: What were my weird jobs? Yeah, my favourite, one of my favourite jobs, which is so unrelated to law, was I was a host, like a promo host, but not just like promo girls handing out flyers oh, or at, doing alcohol. Yeah, nightclubs, but not only nightclubs. But at like the Brownlow and the Logies, we were oh, the people in like the like really nice gowns, black dresses, yeah. but like directing people. And it was so much fun because as a uni student, getting to go to events like that yeah. was so cool. And it's usually
0: good pay, I remember. Really good pay. Yeah, because you're kind of a promotional model. So yeah. you get pr- promo model rates. yeah, Yeah.
1: And I was like on a billboard at Crown for like 12 years. <laughs> and every now and then, this is the oldest photo ever. Every now and then they bring it back out again for like the gambling club, do you like know the what, signature club or whatever.
0: You know what's really interesting about that? Whoever looked after your contract did not do a very good job 100%. because of usage.
1: I got no usage. <laughs> I got like $400. <laughs> but I was a uni student and I was like, oh, my God, I got like a modeling job and it was like literally on the side. It's like <laughs> like. 3,000 times the actual size of me on this huge wall on Kingsway. It didn't get any usage and like 14 years later they're still using Babe, it. Babe,
0: that's like we're talking hundreds of grand I if, know. If, if we put usage into so it. So
1: many grands, <laughs> so many grands. But, yeah, so much fun. That was the best job. I did that for ages. But, interestingly, I was talking to someone the other day about the nightclub stuff which seemed really like... Strange. Not trashy at the time but just, you know, like was super fun. I had the best time ever. But it was the best networking... For now Babe, that all I of ever our friends are from, I, are from nightclubs. <laughs> it's wild in business. I feel like I don't know whether it like attracted an entrepreneurial type of person because we were like, I'm gonna get paid to do what I would do anyway on the weekends. I don't know what it is.
0: It what I think it is is everyone who was a host, a DJ, or any of those jobs at yeah. nightclubs are naturally outgoing. Is that they, what it is? Yeah, and they also don't like to make money. In conventional ways, yes. So they're not working like as a part timer at JJ's. Instead, yeah. it's like I'll make a hundred dollars going to a nightclub on a Friday.
1: Yeah, in cash, tax free, in an envelope <laughs> with a hundred drink cards. Like what?
0: <laughs> what? Is that illegal.
1: Like, how was that my job? But <laughs> genuinely, like, I I can't even explain how many times in business I've been like, when we like host together at blah blah on a Friday night, and those like the warm lead that you get from having been at nightclubs together in business like 15 yeah. years later, such good networking. It's so Wild. good. I
0: know. I totally agree with you because like, okay, I'm just going to talk about this for one second and you guys can be like, and this is not relatable, but like shut the fuck up. Just <laughs> listen to the story. Um, so I post MasterChef the second time yep. I wanted to reward myself. Of course. With a Rolex. Mm. That's where it becomes not Cute. relatable, which is fine. But, like, I wanted it. I've always wanted one my yeah. entire life. So I walked into Watches of Switzerland mm-hmm. not knowing that you can't just buy a Rolex.
1: Yeah, you have to be, like, invited yeah. for certain models and then you have to be on, like, like waiting list. Yeah. I remember this whole thing. And then your mum and, like, yeah, something uh, happened.
0: Yeah, we, we all got them. I'm, like, so tipsy we, anyway. We, we all got them eventually because I walked into Watches of Switzerland and there was a gentleman there who I used to get into nightclubs. <gasps> whose family owned watches of Switzerland. And you got bumped up the list. And I asked for a certain watch. He's like, I'm going to try and get it for you. And then it got discontinued. And then the watch that I currently have on now came out the same day it got discontinued. And he's like, if you want to get that one, I can make that happen for you as soon as we receive it. I got like the third one in Australia.
1: Oh, my God. I jumped
0: so many lists. And it's all from nightclubs.
1: Messages to the kids out there, go to nightclubs. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's more the idea of networking and being out and about with different people from different walks of life. Like, honestly, so many people who we've collaborated with in business or Mm. who have been part of the supply chain in some way or another or even who we've just, I don't know, worked with, done giveaways with. Like, it's so many people from nightclubs.
0: The director slash producer of my current show, Used to be a DJ and knew about me from being a DJ. At
1: nightclubs. And, and then now
0: directs me.
1: <laughs> no way. On my TV show. Yeah, That's wild.
0: That's wild. So wild. Karnong's Wild Food. That's
1: Karnong's <laughs> Wild Food wild.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so my other hilarious rando job. So you know on CCA I really like to ask people their whole journey, not just mm. the chapter we walk in on but how many different chapters and usually less glamorous chapters than the one we walk in on. And it's always their, like, teenage jobs that make me laugh so much because all of us worked at, like, Macca's or, like, JJ's or On or something. I worked at Dick Smith Electronics Powerhouse.
0: We're kind of the same. <laughs> what the fuck?
1: And then Glory Jeans. Oh, that's random. Mm.
0: I would never have thought of you as a butcher. I
1: just wanted to learn how to make coffee so I could make it for myself. Could
0: you make coffee now?
1: Yeah, now I could, because oh, Milkware okay. I had to jump on the machine every oh, now and of then.
0: course, of course, you own a cafe.
1: Yeah, But I rich. don't like doing rich.
0: <laughs> Sold the cafe, rich. <laughs> Sold uh... the brand rich.
1: <laughs> but yeah, weird. Like, can you imagine me in a Dick Smith powerhouse? No. Mm-hmm. I had to sell computers. So I just read I was just really good at like reading off the thing and being like, yeah, this is blah blah megahertz something, something. Like had no idea. I'm gonna No fucking idea. I'm
0: gonna join you. <laughs> In this. Yeah. I worked at Telechoice.
1: You did not. What is?
0: It doesn't exist I'm like,
1: oh, Telechoice. Neither does Dick Smith Powerhouse.
0: Oh, really? Mm. I think it was owned by Optus. So it's a phone retailer.
1: Yeah, it's like blue background with a yellow logo. Yes. Yeah, Telechoice. Um, Got it.
0: So I was really good at all the information because I I liked telephones. I was like, (laughs) oh, yeah, this is like like an (laughs) 8-gig camera, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Whatever. All that stuff could never close.
1: You never close a deal. I
0: could never like it was so always. So you didn't
1: get your commission.
0: No, I, I, we didn't work that way anyway. But oh. like, but it was just always like, if you needed information about twenty different phone plans and what phones what suited you, <laughs> blah blah blah, I could tell you all of it. And then I, I, but I would never be like, so which one would you like? I you would just, just tell be like, them. And then they'd just kind of walk away, and I'm like, okay, bye. And then they'll come back the next day, and someone else will make the sale <gasps> because because I got all the information that they needed. And no. it'll, it'll be something like, oh, do this add this onto it because it would end up being cheaper than doing that. I was that person too. I knew how to do all of that. Mm. But then they're like, oh, thank you for your information. Bye now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like in retail, I'd be that person who'd just be honest. I'd be like, oh, babe, I don't think that's your colour. Like because you know how everyone would just be like, yeah, it looks amazing if it looks terrible because they just want you to buy it. I'd be like, no, I'd tell them like I don't think that's your colour, but how about this one? Like I'd give them another option.
0: There's so many times when I've bought things and I've regretted because someone's like, you must have it," And I was like. Why do I have a backpack that doesn't hold anything? Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like those shakamu bags. No, that are like, don't. I'm talking about that right <laughs> now. Have I one. have a
0: Louis Vuitton backpack that is that. this big. I've seen it. Okay, no, no, no. That is
1: not even a backpack. It's not even it's called not, a backpack. It's not for,
0: but it's in the shape of the Louis backpacks. So like, yeah, it fits same, your
1: phone in but it's, it. But
0: it's the same as like my backpack in miniature form. Okay, and it's sits like a like a saddle bag. Like yeah, it, I've it. Sits it. Here.
1: It does nothing. It doesn't
0: close properly yeah. because it it's it's like a backpack, and the backpack has a pulley pouch thing that closes the top. But this one just has a flap, and so it just looks the same. So when I'm <laughs> drunk and I'm running around, wallets fly out, keys fly out, phones <laughs> fly out. One time I was at a nightclub. Lol, back to the nightclub. I know. I was like,
1: "Whoa, this is this is a nightclub episode. I lost. Not a work episode. <laughs> I lost
0: everything." And then obviously it was a nightclub that I had friends at. And then like, we have all of your stuff. Like yeah, we have your, your passport. keys, your, ticket, your wallet. <laughs> like there's money still in it. Like we've got like your phone. Like oh my God. every single thing that you've lost, we have. It was just scattered around the nightclub. <laughs> oh my God. you idiot. But someone told me that looks amazing. That's gonna be a great going out bag because it's so practical. practical. Yeah. Yeah. Not no. practical. <laughs> Not practical because it doesn't hold <laughs> no. things in. No.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. So, amazing. I love that we had hilarious first jobs.
0: First there, and then I basically became a DJ after that. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of didn't have any other weird jobs.
1: <laughs> what are the weirdest work-related things, though, that happened in your life?
0: Are you expected to be drunk? Yeah. Which is the opposite of what everyone else is yeah, like. Yeah, that's <laughs>
1: actually good, though. I always wonder that. So, okay, our dear friend, Andy Murphy, who is also a DJ, who we see all the time out, is often not drinking, Mm. And I'm like, dude, how are you tolerating all these, like, drunk, annoying people at 2 a.m. in the morning and dead sober? Like, how could you be a DJ and not be drunk?
0: I did that for a long time, but I found that um, a lot of the venues wouldn't book me if they knew I was drunk. I mean, sober.
1: Because you're not as fun?
0: And Not as fun, apparently. Oh, yeah. Which I can kind of understand because when I'm Because you're not as fun. (laughs) Because I'm not as fun. (laughs) Um, I'm still fun. I'm just, like, more like. I'm here to do a job.
1: Yeah, it's more work rather. They kind of want you to be vibing with them. Mm, right? mm.
0: Because like there were moments where like everyone's like, "You're always hanging out. I'm like, "Bitch, I go through like periods of like nine months where I don't have one drink." Mm, and I was that's doing that's not true. But no, anyway, no, yeah no, I, I <laughs> I'm did. Kidding, uh, <laughs> I did that probably the last second, like two years towards the end, like towards the two last years of me DJing. Mm. I was like, I think I might be an alcoholic, so I'm just. Gonna- <gasps> so I just basically went. I'm stopping. I'm just not drinking at all. Yeah. So I just didn't drink for nine months. And then I think I went away, had a couple of drinks, came back, and then Master Chef was about like I applied for Master Chef, so I yeah. stopped drinking for like four months because I was like I want to concentrate on learning how to cook yep. properly. Yeah. And then <laughs> uh, came back, had a lot of fun, and then. Before Survivor, I stopped drinking for, like, five months. Yeah, like, you I, do do stints. I do stints. I don't stints. So, like, yeah. I'll be like, oh, I don't want to drink next week. And I'll drink. But if I go to you, hey, I'm not drinking for six months. You won't. I won't. Yeah, it's like, crazy. It's <laughs> crazy. Like, it's like, oh, I'm not going to have another drink for a couple of months Yeah. Weeks. I will 100% <laughs> have another drink. But as soon as I go, it's a big one. Yeah, you're done. It's done.
1: Have you ever had an office job, like, in any form? Oh,
0: yeah, I have. Really? Wait a minute, yes. So, I used to work at uh, Future entertainment.
1: Okay, so your office job was still nightclub-related and festival-related.
0: Yes, but I still had to deal with, like, press releases and... Oh I mean, like, was, like,
1: on a computer at a on desk? On a computer
0: at a desk. <gasps> yeah, like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. You could have had, like, an office ASMR. TikTok.
0: Chewing my gum. I did it because I just wanted, like cool access to festivals okay so like they paid me but it was i can't imagine
1: you sitting in an office like that's the weirdest image in my brain
0: but it was stuff like organizing like contra deals Mm -hmm. with like radio stations or like universities or like community groups so that we can advertise the festivals through those platforms or organizations yeah and just giving away tickets so it'll be like hey can we get like a dj at monash uni
1: Monash
0: Uni, that's my uni. Yeah, can we have a DJ at Monash Uni that will be playing at Future Music Festival and can we hand out flyers for like a period of two weeks Mm -hmm. and during that time we will also give out 50 tickets to Future Music and then they'll be like, yeah, sure.
1: Oh, my God, amazing. So
0: I I organise that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Did um, you
1: like the office bit or not really?
0: Well, it was fun because I was like in music and like – Yeah, okay. And then like there was always like this thing where – everyone will be trying to get artists and stuff and so I was really exciting to see how a lineup happens because mm-hmm. it's not like a okay these are our hundred artists we're booking them all it's kind of like negotiating on like oh we're gonna take this artist but we also have to take that artist if yeah we want that artist because they were with the same agency or something like that oh, yeah so it became like a
1: yeah I mean, a jigsaw puzzle
0: yeah it's like oh if we want Kesha. We have to just hate blah blah blah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. So it was Cute. that was that was really interesting and that was like totally different. And I kind of really liked being able to be like, I've got a triple A's to this festival. And then I was getting booked. That's how I started playing festivals.
1: It was because you were controlling the lineup. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna <laughs> book myself for this gig. Yeah. Well I was really. Well it's kind of it was kind of like in unison. Okay. Like,
1: yeah, at the like same time.
0: I was working. In nightclubs, I was playing at like small gigs Mm -hmm. and like smaller boutique festivals. So I started working at Future because they knew me from there. Mm -hmm. And so from then on, every single festival that Future Music threw I was booked because yeah. I was in the office and it's like a side stage thing, but I got booked. Yeah. And then Stereosonic started booking me because I was on the future. Oh, my God. Lineup. Yeah. Okay. Got it. It was a lot. I was there for photo shoots of like TV commercials. I, I was across all of it. Oh, my God. I, I was interning. That is basically. so weird
1: to imagine you as an intern. Yeah. And I can't like, even imagine that.
0: I was like putting posters in like cafes in like Mooney Ponds that we like can't spend a day in this area. Get as many posters out as you can.
1: Whoa. whoa okay can anyone listening imagine Khan putting up posters on like traffic light poles and no stuff? no it it's wasn't so that weird. it was like in
0: businesses so it was oh, always okay. they still wanted me to talk to people okay like you walk into anywhere and just like hey i'm doing this like you want blah blah blah
1: okay cool can yeah. you imagine me in an office Yeah. How weird.
0: No, but I can 100%. you? You are so well organized.
1: Yeah, but I'm also like too crazy to like sit in one spot all day.
0: I know, but I can still, I can see you as a lawyer.
1: Can you really? Yeah. See, so many, Kane's nodding like, yes. I'm like, really? Can you? Yeah. See, so many people are like, how did you ever do that? I can't picture you doing that at all.
0: Well, I think that they don't know that being a lawyer isn't exactly what it is on television yes that's true yeah and it's like so i think that they think of you as a lawyer as in like litigation kind yeah, of. yeah like, yeah yeah
1: like the sexy bit
0: yeah but it's not like, the
1: like i would literally
0: <laughs> do research for four days
1: yeah but the main thing that i remember <laughs> not the main thing but one of the big things i remember was like i would always at the start you have like this schmick office wardrobe where you like cue and like hard angles and like Megan Markle, really. You're like, how can I just make the most beautiful corporate outfits? And then slowly you're just like, nah, I need to be fucking comfortable. So at the start, I was like beautifully dressed. Then halfway through, I'd just like unzip those dress. I don't know if you know. Q dresses don't breathe. There's no elastic no, I didn't in them. Know that. Okay. So they're so they look so amazing. They cinch in everything, but they're so tight. So I'd sit down and then after like six hours sitting there, you get really fucking uncomfortable. So then I'd unzip my dresses and just sit there unzipped. For like half the day and then I'd have to go home and like rezip it up. Then you get to the point where you're like I'm not even going to buy the nice dresses. I'm just going to buy <laughs> elastic everything. And then you have like heels under your desk where you change into like your oh, flats yeah. for the day. And then like if you've got a meeting, you put your heels on. The main thing I remember is like navigating comfort throughout the day.
0: Right. I had all thoughts of being... Able to dress up for an office job when I bought into the George. I thought Ah. that my meetings during the day, I would be in like a corporate outfit. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, can't be bothered.
1: Yeah. So Nick has never worked in an office. So when he does have an occasion where he's going to someone else's office for a meeting, he gets really excited to like wear a suit and get all dressed up. And I'm like, ugh, suits. I'm the opposite. I'm like, I want to be in trackies. I feel
0: like I still wouldn't wear a suit to an office.
1: Nick just does because he looks hot in oh, a suit. I know. No. <laughs> I
0: feel as though you know what he looks what? like.
1: Like I feel like guys look like three points hotter in a suit.
0: I need to get the merch up and going again so I can just wear track suits everywhere.
1: Track suits, yeah.
0: Yeah, because they'll be like my merch brand. So I was like, I'll just wear. It's my like merch your brand. own brand. Yeah, you're representing. Yeah. I feel
1: like even if Nick had a tracky brand, he would still wear suits to the office. That's
0: such a Nick thing to do.
1: Well, because like, how hot are suits? <sighs> Don't you reckon they make dudes
0: like three points hotter? Three sometimes, sometimes. I, I'm attracted to really weird things right now. Oh, tell me. I'm attracted dish. to youth. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that sounded so weird. No, not like no, not like that. I just mean that I'm attracted to like <laughs> I'm attracted to people who dress a certain <laughs> way because I feel like I'm getting old. I have
1: noticed that you are really latching onto the young people. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've had this conversation a few times. You're like, how can I like be younger?
0: Like I literally, none of my pants fit me.
1: It's because you're approaching your 30s. It's because you're getting so close to the big three O. Yeah. Once you cross the line and you're like, it's inevitable, I'm already there, Yeah. it's the most liberating thing ever. You're like, like in your 20s, you give a shit about everything, you want to be someone, it's like so hard to figure out who you are. In your 30s, you're like, this is who I am, I don't care anymore.
0: Now everyone's like, we'd actually, like your fashion sense It's now bootleg, wide leg pants that are slouchy and I'm like, it wasn't that though. <laughs> <laughs> I think that just happened because- It's just comfort. Because young people were doing it and then I started oh, wearing yeah. it and now everyone thinks that I do it and I'm like, well, I guess that's what I wear now.
1: <laughs> I also feel like in various publications, your age ranges from like 21 <laughs> to like your actual age. Like yes. so often people are like, how old are you? You're like, I'm 24. I'm mm-hmm. And the next day you're like 27. And the next well, day you're like 29. And then you're back to like 21. I'm like, Khan, these beca- are actual publications.
0: Yeah, but it's because someone got it wrong one time and I was like 27. So now I'm 27 online.
1: Forever. Yeah. yeah so okay. I'm, like, <laughs> this is, I'm like, this is great that I'm <laughs> 27.
0: It's literally if you Google, it says I'm 27. And I'm like, mm. great. Love yeah, that. Yeah, cool. Leave that. Uh, gain two years.
1: But when you have your 30th, how are you going to like...
0: Well, it's this year and I'm not even throwing a party. I don't you have time. You are
1: throwing a party. No, we keep
0: saying that, but I actually don't have time. It's in 27 days.
1: Yeah, you say that, but then you're going to get there and be like, surprise. Like, it's fancy. I can't just... I got sur- a helicopter I or whatever. I just
0: can't throw a surprise party. True. Like, that's not possible. <laughs> Like that's- For
1: yourself. <laughs> yeah.
0: If I get a PA in the next week- They will throw the party. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that I'm not going to get a But it's also
1: Halloween. Like I already have it in my calendar. You're like, we're going to do something big on Saturday. Yeah, I just
0: can't. Bro. I know you think like, that,
1: babe, no, but you're going to want to celebrate it. I don't it. have
0: time. And I, you know I hate my birthday as well.
1: That's true. It's because so, everyone tries to tell you they love you and why. Uh, and you're like, I can't. Oh my God. That's why. That's why. I know. You just put that together, didn't oh, you? Oh my God. You? you just put that together. Yes. That's why you hate it. It's because you hate those expressions of emotion towards you. Shut the fuck up.
0: That's actually why I hate my birthday. Is your world shook? Yes. Because I always have this feeling of doom around my birthday.
1: It's because you know you're going to have to avoid the conversation. That
0: I turn my phone off. Yeah. I turn my phone off on my birthday. Do you really? Yeah. I don't reply to messages or I turn it off. But I have it on, but I don't have it on, as in, like, I don't reply to people. Okay. I don't acknowledge that I've been called. It's because
1: you hate those messages and expressions of love. Yeah,
0: I just can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, if you, if on my birthday, can you guys make sure that you don't say anything? I'm, I, I, I'm 100% going to so tell awkward. everyone. I'm going to get so awkward.
1: I'm going to tell everyone. And we are doing a 30th birthday
0: episode. But, like, like when people say happy birthday to you, you're just like, thank you.
1: Yeah, also, like, when people sing, it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do right now? <laughs>
0: I, oh my God, I it's the this. most
1: <laughs> awkward thing in the
0: entire it's world so
1: what do you do where do you look where do you look the song goes for so long it's like okay cute thank you but why is it still going and
0: i also oh, this is a really weird thing to think about but i always try and figure out who's gonna say the hip hip
1: because
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's always who's
1: gonna say who is take the leadership role here Uh, yeah it's true though someone has to like uh, make eye contact with everyone and be like
0: it's "It's me me. (laughs) yeah but then there's always some random person in the back that tries to do it (laughs) and it's like i don't even know you like
1: (laughs) and then sometimes no one says it and you're all just like
0: (laughs) like i feel like with your birthday i would expect nick to do it but oh like Nick's not a hip hipper. Yeah, but I just feel as though like it's it's usually the person closest to that person that leads that charge. No, it's always me.
1: For your it, own birthday? No, for other people. Oh. Wherever I am situated in the circle, that's that's me. Because I'm like what if no one does it? And then there's a lag. That's awkward.
0: Oh, my God. I can't. Oh, my God. This is this, this is just the weirdest hell. conversation.
1: We're either. talking about work
0: and it's not even about work no, anymore. No, we've said no you? work
1: things. It's all about nightclubs and birthdays. Which is
0: the kind of work. <laughs> it's kind of us. Do you know that? Okay, just moving on from that, moving forward. We're still on the same subject. Yeah. One of my birthdays, someone organized a surprise party for me and I walked out of it.
1: I, <laughs> it doesn't even <laughs> surprise me. You would have been like, immediately, no. I sat down no.
0: at lunch. We had yum cha, and I was like, this is really lovely. But bye. But this will be the end. (laughs) If you guys have organized a surprise party for me, I would like to know now so that I can be emotionally ready for it. And they're like, no, no, nothing happened. I'm like, okay, cool. And they're like, let's go for a drink. And I'm like, okay, we'll go for a drink. We went to a fucking bar, and there was about 60 of my friends there. And I walked in, saw Dan Irwin because he's super tall. tall Yeah, Dan Camp, yep, went out. Looked, uh, saw him, and went, nope. Turned around Bye. and walked back out. Like I didn't even wait for the surprise. I saw one person. I went, nah, this is definitely a surprise party. I'm going. No way. Right. And I walked out of the Did room. Did you go back in? Yeah, because everyone's like, you can't leave. Like, yeah, it's six your, people it's it's actually your here. party. And I was like, hi, guys, hi. And it was the most awkward. Like I felt so awkward. Oh, my God, you're hilarious. I just can't deal with that.
1: Why is that? Why didn't you ask David about that? Like why do you not like it when people say nice things about you? To your face.
0: Oh, that's, that. I'll debrief with him.
1: We need to unpack this shit. I think that's a psychologist thing. Yeah, but he's kind of a therapist. Like he kind of knows the answers to everything. True.
0: Anyway, back to work. Back to work. <laughs> Anything weird happened in your workplace?
1: So many weird things. Like, mate, law firms are fucked.
0: Mm. So many weird things. Um, everyone slept together, obviously.
1: Everyone slept together. Yeah. Everyone like had babies together in the end. They either slept together and then it was a scandal, but then years later they were like married and had babies, so mm. it wasn't that weird. Lots of people pair off. What is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me?
0: Do people have like a toilet that everyone shits in?
1: (laughs) No, you just kind of shit wherever you feel like (laughs) it. (laughs)
0: Because in my mind, there's always like this dingy toilet that everyone uses as the shitting toilet.
1: No, but I do feel like with your colleagues, you get kind of like family level comfort because you're around the same five to six people all the time. Actually, one thing that is interesting is working for yourself, you don't have that colleague vibe. Like in business, you do have lots of, peers but you don't have colleagues who you're Mm. like constantly with and who every day you're sitting in the same area you have all your meetings together you're all like we would have like little pods where in mergers and acquisitions there's like a whole floor of people who are in that area but you'd be divided into like little pods Mm, mm, mm. and that pod like becomes you spend more time with them than you do with your partner so like of course weird stuff happens because your whole life is like Mm. at the office Mm. so yeah heaps of weird stuff happened i don't even know what the juiciest story is probably stuff i'm not allowed to say on here
0: Oh, I can tell. I can <laughs> say One go. So, because it was like a nothing job. Yeah, it was like a, a a two month crossover. Okay. Before I would be like started DJing again, and it was retail. Okay. There was a manager, mm. the store manager, mm. was having sex <gasps> with the national manager. They were both married. <gasps> and I have
1: no levels to go like right, further. <laughs> no, no.
0: And they would use red rooster. And- <laughs> As their code word. So they would be like, oh, yeah, we're just going to go to Red Rooster. But they were
1: having sex in the car. Oh, (laughs) my God. That's wild. I know. Yeah, there's a lot of stories like that. I have a submission from our dear friend Ella. Yes. Ella Dolan, shout out to Ella, who's an absolute flipping babe. We can't just
0: tell everyone.
1: No, she submitted this for the podcast. I put up, like, a little thing. So she used to do suit work, as in, like, inside a Grimace costume. Yep. Like, you know, Grimace from McDonald's, which I can't imagine. But she sent us video evidence of what she used to oh do. Oh,
0: my God. She's literally.
1: She's literally Grimace.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: She's also like the hottest person I know. I know. So, like, I can't imagine her in Grimace. Anyway, she was at a love machine the night before work <laughs> one day. This is like such a you story. So, she was deathly hungover, knew she was going to be sick. So, she took a plastic bag into the, <laughs> <of> the with her. <laughs> And threw up inside it oh. while she was doing her groomer's dance because oh. <laughs> it blew up and it had a fan in it, like the suit blew up and had a fan inside it, so the arms were still sticking out and her arms were inside so she could do the dance and spew from the hangover at the same time. Oh, my God. Great I, thought work you story. Were gonna, I
0: thought you were going to say that the bag blew up and he went all inside no, I the thought that's No, like, lo- I thought that's what oh I was reading God. as well. But that's a great
1: story, Ella. We love you so much. That's an amazing story. I feel like there's also so much, like, tea that could happen at work, but then unless you know the people, it's, like, not as controversial.
0: Well, let me just read some that I've got.
1: I just thought Ella's was really a highlight.
0: I rated that I abandoned Tupperware cupboard and take-home pieces.
1: Take-home pieces of Tupperware? Yeah. From work? Yeah. Ew. Also, people do get really likes about, like, sharing plates and stuff.
0: I, oh, this is fucking interesting. This person... <laughs> Had a threesome with two strippers in their office.
1: Ew, at but, work? Yeah,
0: but apparently they locked their keys to the office elsewhere and they couldn't get out of the office. What? And so they had to wait until the cleaners came. I don't know how that makes sense.
1: For like them to find the three people?
0: For them to open the door so the three people could leave.
1: Oh, there's also a hilarious story. So, there used to be these stories that would go through the law firm like circuit from all the different law firms about like the worst grad stories or people who didn't have their jobs yet but were doing internships. Mm, mm, mm. So, sometimes in the middle of the year, the internship would like cross over with the Christmas in July party or whatever. And then at the end of the year, it would cross over with the Christmas party. So there was always some poor intern who got too drunk and like had this, you know, terrible experience. Me. so (laughs) Yeah, and me. So this one poor girl didn't have her job yet. She'd only been there for three weeks was like trying out for the firm, got super wasted, threw up, the toilet blocked, (gasps) it flooded, (gasps) and (laughs) then the Monday morning when they all came to work, there was like this like two centimeter (gasps) layer of like watery spew all over the office.
0: Oh
1: Yeah, I feel like there are so many stories like that. They all admit to keep a job. No, she didn't get a job. So, when you're an (laughs) intern, it's like three weeks or four weeks of, it's called a clerkship, and you do like a tryout. It's like a trial. Do interns get paid? You do in law firms because you have to. Yeah. I think in businesses you can do free internships that are just for the experience. Oh, But I don't really know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm like... Literally when I fucking posted for that job, I'm like, this is a job. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is, is money. This is like actual money. Yeah. It will be more than minimum wage because yeah. I feel bad. <laughs> yeah.
1: And because you'll be doing stuff like getting cockle shells yeah. out of the ocean for me. I'm like,
0: <laughs> I feel like twenty, what, three dollars, whatever it is, or twenty four dollars these is, days is not appropriate amount of money to be giving someone who has to help me put logs into a planter box.
1: Do you know what's fucked? We've been talking for fifty one minutes. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know, because we're meant to be doing like 30-minute episodes and we just end up talking shit for so long. Are we haven't even talked about out? work. I no, it's the worst. But, guys, I mean, this is the usual chaos that comes with
0: us. We just talk about whatever.
1: What? I'm so glad we're back together. Yeah,
0: no, so, so am I. Okay, well, we're going to have to wrap up work because we didn't talk about work. No. This episode's not about work.
1: <laughs> it's not about anything. But we will be back together for the next two episodes minimum. Yep. So if you do have an actual topic that you want us to actually stay on, please let us know.
0: I don't wow! Have anything to add. I was gonna try and add something about work to make it a work subject, and I was like, "Do we not work? We work so we much. We work so
1: much. We work so much. We have no boundaries. It's fucked."
0: Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, you're listening to us ramble on. If you liked it, subscribe, follow. I don't know how it works on the platforms.
1: You still have not figured it out. The no. other day, he kind of messaged me and he was like, "So, babe, like, what is the platform called where our Podcasts live again?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" <laughs>
0: It's I, a just work want in to, I just want to walk into an office or a studio. Sit, sit down, down. Do the work. And goodbye. <laughs> On that note, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye.